Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you look for people who have done this work before you. My guest this week is Armida Hosseini, who is the founder of Empower Econ, as well as the author of the book Roadmap to Financial Literacy. So, without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Armida Hosseini. So basically, my name is Armida, and I'm currently a freshman at Stanford University. I'm very passionate about financial education, educational equity, and entrepreneurship. And I feel like each of those things are tools that not only help people contribute to society, but also be able to live personally fulfilling lives, whether that be achieving financial independence so that they can rely on themselves as individuals or um, thinking critically about societal issues through different educational perspectives, entrepreneurship, et cetera. And so um, I kind of started out by publishing a book on personal finance when I was just um, starting junior year in high school, and that's called Roadmap to Financial Literacy. And that is kind of where all my, my projects like started was this book and helping students gain an introduction to personal finance. But since then, I've continued it through my organization, Empower Econ, and we do a lot more than personal finance now. We teach students about how they can be entrepreneurs, how they can lead their own projects. And really, it's kind of a long-term thing that I um, pursue a lot of new initiatives through and I'm always looking to change it and like focus on what I feel like or what our team feels like is more important rather than just like narrowing on one topic specifically. Um, and so I really enjoy the flexibility with Empower Econ. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Armida. And I'm excited to explore this topic with you more because I think financial literacy is a topic that I haven't gotten to talk too much about on the podcast yet. So can you tell me more about what got you started with this work? I'd love to know more about what led you to write Roadmap to Financial Literacy and then, of course, get started with Empower Econ as well. Yeah, for sure. So um, I started writing the book during the pandemic because I remember that um, I had a lot more free time on my hands. And so I was thinking I want to create some sort of project and I'd always wanted to write a book. It's something that I really enjoyed doing. Um, and so I was kind of looking around for different topics that I can focus on. And I remember coming to the topic of financial literacy because back when I was like in late middle school, I had started studying this topic on my own because I realized it was something that was not incorporated into our school curriculum. But at the same time, I was hearing a lot of students talking about how much they want to learn about it, how important it is. And so I was kind of curious. Um, and so that's kind of what got me interested in, like, in looking at it. And so when I was thinking of what topic I want to focus my book on, I realized that a lot of other issues um, or a lot of other subjects are already in the school curriculum. Um, but one thing that isn't discussed as much is personal finance education. And it often affects people who come from like immigrant backgrounds, minorities, um, because I, for instance, my family is originally from Iran. And when my family first came to Canada, um, they also didn't know a lot about like the personal finances in like the Canadian system. And I feel like people who come from those backgrounds maybe can't rely on their parents as much. And then the educational system also doesn't provide it. So they become a lot more prone to like predatory lending, not knowing how to like use credit cards effectively, et cetera. Um, and so I felt like it could make a unique contribution that maybe writing about another topic not. And because I had that background knowledge and I had a really big interest in learning more about it, I felt like it was a suitable idea. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. And I think financial literacy really is something that young people just don't really think about that often, or it's something that they just kind of figure 
they'll worry about later. So I would love if you could also share some advice that you have for high school or college students who may be listening to this episode pertaining to financial literacy. What are some of the biggest takeaways or maybe words of wisdom that you picked up from your work on the book that you would want to share with young people? Yeah, definitely. I feel like a really big part of it, and this is kind of like what I aimed uh, towards with the book that I was writing, is having kind of at least a preliminary understanding of a lot of different things in personal finance that you will encounter. So for instance, like if someone is really into investing and they want to read about very advanced things, that's not necessarily what I focus on in the book, because I feel like maybe that's not something that appeals to every individual. But regardless, if, if you're like super interested in finance or not, you will need to know how to budget. You will need to know how to use a credit card how student loans work, um, how to do saving and investing at like a basic level. So understanding what it really means, the different options that are available. I would definitely recommend first learning about those topics, because as I said, regardless of what you want to pursue in the future, it will apply to you. And I think a really important part is um, creating goals for yourself and understanding like, why do I want to achieve financial independence? Some people want it because they want to be able to rely on themselves entirely in the future. Maybe um, they want to be able to achieve some sort of like financial goal, like going to university or being able to like maybe save for a house, which is like very much down the line, but it will eventually um, be a decision for most people. So I think um, first having a basic understanding of topics that you need, and then also considering what your goals are and why you want to do what you do. Because I feel like a lot of times people are told that they need to save money and it's important, but because they don't have that strong personal why, maybe it's a lot more difficult for them to make those decisions. Um, and I would also definitely recommend um, looking into getting a credit card because that will help you build a credit score, which is super important for the future. Um, so kind of understanding how credit cards properly work and how you can use it um, as a financial tool that can be beneficial to you rather than something that leads you to accrue more debt. That's really interesting. And I would also love to know more about Empower Econ as well. What are you working on with the organization and what does that programming look like? I would love to just know more about the work you're doing in general with Empower Econ. Yeah, for sure. So it kind of started as a three-day financial literacy camp during the December of 2020, because after I published my book, I saw that it was getting a lot of positive responses from students and students also wanted to continue learning more. Um, and so I kind of thought about creating more of an ongoing project rather than a one-time thing, which my book was. Um, and so I decided to bring students together to organize um, this three-day event where we had different guest speakers who were kind of experts in a very specific topic. So whether that be like mortgages, or student loans or anything else that was like relevant to their area. And then we also had our own student presentations. We had different games and activities where students could apply what they were learning to real life because I feel like it's not enough to just learn. You also want to gain confidence in your abilities to be able to apply that knowledge and apply those skills. Um, and so a big part of our event was learning from other people as well as um, taking part in activities yourself. And so it started from that three-day event. And since then, we've continued to host many other events. We hosted um, a few more in the year after, then we started to organize um, more on the entrepreneurship side. So uh, this past summer and the summer before this summer, so basically uh, for both 2021 and 2022, we organized entrepreneurship camps. So we taught students about how to be entrepreneurs, how they can create their own idea, how they can execute an action plan, and they were able to start their own projects. Um, so that is something that we've also been leaning more towards recently is helping students with entrepreneurship. And currently, we're also working on more projects in that area because I feel like it's something that a lot of students have shown interest in. And I think it can be very impactful because a lot of times in school, we're learning about um, 
how to study, for example, science and um, social sciences, et cetera. But we're not thinking about how we can apply those skills. And I feel like entrepreneurship is a really important tool for that. Um, so we've worked on that. And then a final project that we have is our book, Economics from a Youth's Perspective, that was co-authored by 10 people on our team um, in 2021. And so that talks more about economics, like AP macroeconomics, microeconomics, it kind of draws on those topics, um, and how economics applies to the real world. So overall, we focus on financial literacy, economics, and entrepreneurship, and we're continuing to expand in these areas. I think it's interesting that you're working on applying economics topics that we may learn about in the classroom to the real world through these different programs. And I would also love to know, what are some of the changes that you would like to see through this work that you're doing? Yeah, for sure. So I think that the biggest part is incorporating personal finance education into like the high school curriculum or even elementary school. I know that this is something that's a lot um, more prominent in Canada or has been taking place than in the U.S. So I know that last year they introduced um, that all math classes in the ninth grade in Canada will also be teaching students about financial literacy. And I know that my younger brother, who's in elementary school, he's been learning about personal finance through his school as well. Um, so I feel like those efforts are definitely very important. And and then down the line, having um, a one semester personal finance class for students to take, because I feel like even though um, what's been happening currently in education, it's very good. But I think that rather than just incorporating it as maybe like a chapter in a class, having one semester for students to really study this content, have opportunities to apply those skills, maybe get to hear from people who are um, experts in the industry and also providing schools with the resources to be able to implement this is really helpful because um, a lot of times it is present and maybe like um, schools where they have like more advantages if it's a private school but maybe like public schools don't receive those same benefits and because schools are areas where we can reach students of like all backgrounds all demographics I feel like it is a really um like systemic or structural way to address this issue rather than trying to individually um teach every student like maybe outside of an educational setting yeah, I appreciate you explaining that, especially about the gaps in the education systems that you've identified. So I have one more question for you. Lots of young people, especially high school students and college students, want to create change and they may want to make a difference, but they may not know how to get started with that work. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, for sure. I would say the biggest thing is definitely looking for people who have done this uh, work before you. I feel like no matter what you want to accomplish, there's always somewhere um, someone out there who's done something similar, maybe, or someone who's maybe even doing something completely different, but you can learn from the steps they took, um, maybe the resilience they had, the people that they looked up to, etc. Um, so I would definitely look for finding other people who you can see as inspiration, and then also finding a community of students who want to do um, what you're trying to accomplish. I feel like a really big thing with everything I've done is that I've always been learning from other people around me. I've been surrounded by people who are also aspiring or striving to towards their own goals. And that's been really um, inspiring for me to keep going and also have that inspiration. So I would definitely say community um, and role models are really important. And then also um, after you've done some research, after you have some sort of a plan, taking that first step and believing that you're going to be able to figure it out along the way, because at the end of the day, you're never going to be perfectly ready. Um, but at some point, you do have to take that first step and you'll gain more clarity as you go on. I really enjoyed this conversation with Armida, and I really want to highlight her last piece of advice about looking for people who have done this work before you. 
I think this advice really applies to Armida's story because financial literacy is such an important but also daunting issue, and I'm sure Armida looked for advice and support from people who were already raising awareness about this issue. You don't have to reinvent the wheel to make change because change comes when you look for people who have done this work before you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Armida on Instagram at Armida with two eyes, Hosini, to get connected with her. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.